You're listening to the American Girl Podcast Network. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Smart Girls Podcast. I'm Shay. And I'm Jess. This episode is inspired by the Liking Herself book with Smart Girls. And I'm telling you what, if you haven't read this one yet, I will say, for me, the kicker is the subtitle. It's Liking Herself Even on the Bad Days. And I think that's kind of real, right? Oh, it's so real. The good days are easy to like yourself (laughs) on, but what happens when stuff goes sideways or you're not feeling your best? How do you bounce back? Who helps you bounce back? Mm. And what are the specific things, the real things that we could do? And I think, you know, Shay, you and I have talked about the journey to like yourself is really the journey to know yourself. Yeah. And I'm curious because you are a public figure and you put out really beautiful, fun, positive content. Thank and you. I know that it's easy for somebody maybe looking to say, oh my God, Shay has everything under control. Yeah. Shay is so happy yeah. all the time. Shay doesn't have any bad moments, but of course you do because you're human. I, yeah, I have a lot of bad <laughs> moments actually because um, it's really easy for me to get stuck in my head and yeah. to beat myself up even about like really, really tiny things that don't mm. matter in the grand scheme of things. Like maybe I didn't do as well as I thought I could have on a homework assignment. I can get really in my head about that or like a maybe not a great test grade or something like that. Those are all things that happen to me and I know probably to a lot of you listeners, but um, even like getting in a fight with my mom or my sister or a friend or anybody, um, the things that I do, I know this is something that you probably were going to ask, but the things that I do to get out of that, I let myself feel those feelings. If I need to cry, I cry about it. I get it all out. And then I talk to somebody about it. Mm. I talk to a friend, my mom, my sister, somebody that I really trust and can get good advice from or just somebody who's there to listen because sometimes you just need to say things and you don't necessarily always need advice. You just want to get it out. And then I do something to distract myself Mm. so I don't dwell on it because that's another thing that's really, really easy to do. I am an (laughs) overthinker. You know this about me by now. But it's so easy to dwell on a moment and get so wrapped up in it. And like, I feel like then the more you think about it, the bigger it seems. Mm. And then that just makes the cycle never ending. So I let myself feel the feelings. I talk it out and then I distract myself. So whether that's watching a show, Hmm. playing an instrument, um, painting, just doing anything that gets my mind off of what happened and onto a different task. Yeah. Those are the things that really help me. And I feel like those are things that anybody can do. I, I think that's great advice. I think it's really important, like that we remember that liking ourselves is going to come in little bits and pieces. Yeah. I think there's a tendency to want to think like, oh, once I have confidence, I never lose confidence. Yeah. And I want everybody to know um, that, you know, your confidence is built over time and it comes and it goes. And even the most confident people struggle even with, for me. with staying yeah. there. Like, yeah. Like I feel really sure. confident right now because I feel safe with you and safe in this environment, but I don't always feel confident. Yeah. And look, liking ourselves is something that's really important because we can't expect somebody else to like what we don't like. Yeah. So again, we want to like emphasize like this is about figuring out who you are and you're not supposed to know all the answers by now. I mean, I yeah. don't. I'm still dealing with these things, which <laughs> yeah, is why I yeah, want to do the show. I wanted to ask you, I feel like... um at least for me, I think that once you're an adult, you kind of have things figured out with your career <laughs> path, with the relationships <laughs> with yourself. But I know that's probably not the case. So I want to ask you, even as an adult, do you still struggle oh, yeah. often with these things? Oh, yeah. Easily. I think, you know, look, I'm still 
the I, I'm still a little girl inside, even though mm, I live in an adult yeah. body, right? We still yeah. have like our kid parts to us. And, you know, I'm a sensitive person. I um, respond if somebody says something that, yeah. you know, is mean mm-hmm. or is um, really critical. I get my feelings hurt. I also have like moments, of course, where I might be doubting choices that I'm making or am I doing a good enough job? Me or too. I still struggle like I did even when I was a kid trying to like balance between thinking that I'm only as good as people are telling me I'm good. Oh, yeah. And I have to really keep my own counsel. And what I mean by that is what I think about myself has to matter the most, Shay. It really does at the end of the day. And I know when you're a kid, that's hard to hear because you care, obviously, what your parents or your family or caregivers say. You care what your teachers say. You care certainly what your friends think about Mm -hmm. you. But I think if I could offer any perspective from somebody with a couple more years on earth, it is that... Ultimately, you will see that the relationship you have with yourself is so important and you've got to spend as much time in that relationship as you would in other relationships. So when I feel let down or disappointed or not liking myself, I try to, like you, get back to the things that make me me. Mm. So playing with my animals. I'm a writer, so I like to write things. Me um, too. <laughs> I'm a doodler, even though I'm not like a great doodler. Oh, I like a lot of yeah. like vision boarding and I'll I'll cut things out. Like I'll do things that remind me of the parts that I like about myself. And the funny thing is, even on the worst days, when I do things that I like and I'm nicer to me, those days seem to pass a little bit better. Mm, Jess, I love everything you're saying. And I think it touches on another really important thing that I wanted to say that we should talk and think about ourselves the same way we think about maybe our best friends or all the people that we love. Because I, I mean, I certainly hope that you would never imagine saying negative things about the people that you love. So you should never say yeah. negative things about yourself because you should love yourself. Yeah. And it's like, it's such an important relationship. And I know we keep saying this, that like the relationship <laughs> with yourself is so important, but it's just taking those small steps to change the negative self-talk yep. and all the thoughts and really learn to just love yourself through and through and through. Yes. Well, this is the key, Shay. It's a practice. Yeah. Loving yourself is not a one and done. It's a practice. No. Just like you have to practice anything. You want to be great at piano? You have to practice. You mm-hmm. want to be a good actor? You have to mm-hmm. practice. You want to learn to like yourself, really? You got to practice. <laughs> so um, I think when we were thinking about the perfect guest to talk about that kind of grace and journey and yeah. practice— we have a really fabulous person that I'm so happy to introduce to you and to the rest yes, of our community here. You want to tell everyone yes, about her? I would love to. We have Navia Robinson coming in to chat with us about liking yourself. You guys may know her as Nia Baxter on the Disney show Raven's Home or in the upcoming CWDC show Gotham Knights. She plays Carrie Kelly. And I'm so excited to keep talking to her about liking yourself. I think she is the perfect person, like you said. And I just yeah, cannot wait. Yeah, she's got to... some great stories. Yeah. I'm so happy for you two to meet. Let's get, <laughs> Me let's get into it. I can't wait. So, Navia, I am really excited to talk to you today. Me too. And, <laughs> and continue our conversation about liking yourself and self-confidence. And I want to come out of the gate with the same question that I asked in our other episode. Do you like yourself? Oh, <laughs> it's a big Gosh, one. I know. Sizzling question. First of all, I'm very excited to speak to you both, too. <laughs> um, I walked in and immediately I was like, oh, I'm, I feel so comfortable on both of you, Aww. but particularly Shay and Lyles, you're so warm. And so. So are you. Oh, <laughs> so that conversation, that conversation is it's so easy to be had when it's being asked by you two. First of all, um, 
I immediately want to say like an enthusiastic yes. But I think the truth is sometimes mm-hmm. is my answer. Mm-hmm. And it depends. And it fluctuates and goes back and forth. Yeah. Um, I want to reach the point where I can say yes immediately. Mm. Um, but right now I think I'm at like a solid sometimes. I yeah, think that's I think really that's normal. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> yeah. We've been talking about, I don't think it's like a switch you turn on all the time. Yeah. No. We talk a lot about liking yourself is the relationship you develop to mm. yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious for you, like, what do you like about Navia? If you were describing mm, Navia to another person, <laughs> I know what I would say yeah. from how much I know you, but what would you say about yourself? I think that I, I like that I try mm-hmm. and, and I like my ability to put effort into things. Um, I think things that come to you naturally are a little bit overrated. When I was younger, I was really good at doing timetables, but I didn't get any actual <laughs> steam. Shay, know? that is not for you. No. <laughs> Trust me, it's not for me anymore. I either. was good at my um, multiplying by six. Oh, sure. Yes. And two? Six, those are nice, <laughs> yeah. even numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? I used to be pretty good at like the same math, but that didn't give me any actual steam because I wasn't trying to be. Mm. And now I realize I only get like empowerment from things Mm. that I'm trying to do and making effort at doing. For example, being a kinder person to say my family. I get really comfortable with my family and my brothers. And it takes a lot out of me to like be like, oh wait, your family isn't just an extension of you. You know, they're Mm. they're separate people who (laughs) need to be treated with as much sympathy as you treat, you know, as you treat a stranger with. So yeah, I think my effort. So that's interesting. So in some ways, I would say we get our self-esteem from doing esteemable acts. Yes. Mm. Right? The way that we act out in the world helps us really like ourselves. What do you like about yourself today? Today? Oh, I like... um, The way I interact with people, I think it's really unique to me. I love how much I care. I mm. I think sometimes it can be one of my faults because sometimes I care a little too much about things. But I think it's really special to care about other people and care about what you're doing. And like Navia was saying, I feel like that ties into how much effort you put into mm. things. Yeah. You you care about something, so you try hard. Totally. And I feel like that's really special. Mm. I don't know. I, I like caring about things. That's good. <laughs> it's a brilliant quality. And I also think the common ground between what we're talking about is like, uh, we like the choices that may- we make, mm, which I think mm-hmm. is important to recognize because yeah. sometimes we can't control our feelings. We can't con- control when we feel down about ourselves, but we can control the choices that we and make what to we do about it. about it. Yeah. 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 I just think this whole conversation about liking yourself comes in little bits and pieces, totally. which is why I liked your answer of sometimes because I think that's honest and realistic. Yeah. Mm, And I want to say, I think for all of us, something we can say we like about ourselves right now having this conversation is being able to think Mm -hmm. about what we're talking about and about ourselves and about the world. Just think very insightfully. I think Mm -hmm. that is an amazing thing. And I think we're all doing it. And I want to applaud ourselves for doing so. (laughs) So, (laughs) No, I think you're so right. I think Uh, introspection or like mm -hmm. looking into yourself and not maybe running away from self-doubt. Or running away from negative self-talk and saying, oh, this is just a part of the roller coaster. And maybe even I'd like to kind of equate self-doubt to maybe self-awareness sometimes. Mm. And that it can be a sign of, of maturity and, and getting older. And, you know, self-doubt might be the step to self-acceptance and overall self Oh, I think it most definitely is. But I want to jump on something you said, because Shay and I talk about it a lot. The negative self-talk mm. that girls and all folks can have mm-hmm. in their minds running constantly can mm. be like a bad bad song you know like it's (laughs) kind of always in the background of like what you didn't do or what you don't look like or what you don't have do you experience that kind of negative self-talk and what have you done to change it 
I'm so glad you asked that. Uh, yes, all the time, as you said, it is like a song stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. It's a subconscious thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have realized, and I think I heard this somewhere and I don't know who to give credit to, but it's a well-worn idea that you can't think yourself out of thinking differently. Mm. You can oh. act yourself out of thinking differently. That goes back to the esteemable yes. acts thing. Exactly. Yes. Wow. It's the actions that you make. Um, so for example, I, if I'm having a moment of negative self-talk, I can't really like battle with myself within my mind. But what I can do is try to commit an esteemable act or go help somebody else, go yes. help my mom out or interact with the world to get out of my own head. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you talk a lot about that, Shay, about self-care and the things that you yeah. can do to get back to you. Totally. I was literally just about to ask you, Navia, what are the things that you do that get you out of those places of negative self-talk? Is there like a specific hobby or something you do? I know you like to use your voice a lot and <laughs> you're very passionate about your activism. Is that something that helps you? So Totally. I mean, focusing on the larger world at hand. Yeah. Um, as I said, getting getting out into the world to get out of my own head. Mm-hmm. So for me, thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes that does show itself in in like social justice work, and sometimes it's even smaller than that. It's things within my house. It's checking mm-hmm. on my dad and my mom because they might feel the exact same way I do right mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. or um, you know, it's something like that. And it's maybe even what you said, Shay, about caring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's exercising the ability and power that is caring and that totally radiates from you and I'm Thank glad you. that you said that about yourself because it's Do you guys want me to leave the room? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. No, you're oh, yeah, in this No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think you care a lot too, yes. I care an awful yeah. lot. Yeah. Yes, I mean, I care about this topic. I've been talking about it for a yeah. long, long time with young people all over the world and I think you both are hitting on beautiful notes, which is, again, it's the relationship to ourselves. But I love what we're saying about we've got to act our way into feeling differently. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we can't like battle thought to thought. And and that's what I like about the advice here is it's got to be really practical. And one of the things we've talked about is that trust and trusting yourself and trusting others is a big part of learning to like yourself. And trust takes action over time, right? So I'm curious, like how you've learned to trust yourself. I think I'm still learning to trust myself, Mm. but trust in myself has come with trying to know myself. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of what I said earlier about not running away from self-doubt, but kind of leaning in and asking myself, why am I feeling this way? What is causing this negative self-talk? Sometimes it's completely invalid stuff. Like, oh, I'm I'm thinking negatively about my chubby cheeks right now, my baby face, because people used to make fun of me Mm. about that in Mm. kindergarten. So that's completely invalid. But sometimes it's important things I need to recognize. This negative self-talk is happening because I didn't put enough effort into X. You mm. know? And so I, I like to lean in and through knowing myself and knowing when those feelings are valid, I can learn to trust myself and my instincts. I really love Ask that. Ask yourself questions. Yeah, I love that too. We talk about that a lot. Curiosity mm, yes. is a huge part of building a friendship. But it's also a good part of building how you know yes. who you are. So what happens if you let yourself down? You know, so many times, like, I've talked to girls who are more down on themselves than they are on anybody else, right? And maybe you've made a choice or a decision or have had an experience where you have betrayed yourself. How do you build that back? Have you ever had that experience, Shay? I think everybody has. Um, And I think it shows up in a lot of different ways, whether it's you've let yourself down in the way you may have treated a friend on accident and you maybe hurt their feelings and, and you didn't mean to, but you realize you did. And that is something that I let myself down on mm-hmm. sometimes because I'll, I'll say something and maybe my friend is like, hey, I need to set up this boundary. Like, let's not let's not do that. Let's not talk about that. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, I, I really mm. didn't mean to cross a line 
there. And because I care about my friends a lot. Again, I, I, I just care a lot in general. So when I hurt somebody's feelings, it's really like that that hurts my own feelings. I feel mm-hmm. really bad about that. So I think um, acknowledging what's happened, acknowledging the moment, acknowledging the way you feel about it and then trying to move on mm. and know that you you can't change what's happened in the past. You just have to think about what's happening now and the future, but don't think about the future too much, but just think about how you can change those things so you don't repeat what's yeah. made you feel bad. How about you? How do you build back trust if you've made a choice you don't love? <laughs> oh, man, I love contextualizing it or framing it as building back trust. Yeah. Um, yeah, I try to learn. Yeah. yeah. What, which is what Shay is suggesting, what you've suggested before, Jess. Just you can make use out of every bad and good thing you've experienced if mm-hmm. you choose to learn from it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get there, but you can really start looking at all of the mistakes you make as, oh, great, I can I can learn from this. And I know you've heard it from your parents before. <laughs> I know. My parents used to tell me that all the time. I'd be like, yeah, right. <laughs> learn from it. Yeah. It totally, it's true. It's just like, you know, treating people the way you want to be treated. These are all things that have maybe been over they've, they've so stuck true. around because there's truth yeah, to them. There yeah. You go. yeah I think the building back trust is really important because we will let ourselves down we will let other people yeah. down mm-hmm. and everybody as you said will have a, a kind of a bad moment or a bad day but we can't let that define us yeah. one of the things that I'm I want to ask you both actually is the place that you can get to when you start to like yourself more, when you start to know yourself more and you've got your preferences and you are getting good at like speaking those and sharing those, like, you know, sometimes people may not like that, Mm. y'all. Mm-hmm. Right? Ooh, like, oh, I love yeah. where you go with these conversations. Yeah. They oh, just might right. not, right? Because yes. sometimes we've built relationships or friendships yes. that like us to not feel as good. Mm. And I'm yes. curious if either one of you have had experiences where the more you've liked yourself, maybe you've lost some friendships or relationships. Yes, I love <laughs> you. Yeah. I'm so glad that you're keeping this honest. Yeah. This is what the people who are listening need to hear. This is what I need to hear. <laughs> Me too. You've Me been too. there? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think everybody has. And I think it's also something um, like sharing those good moments on social media mm. can also be a little bit tricky because then you get people that are like, oh, you're too confident or like, don't talk about, th-, you know, yes. or maybe it's the voice in your own head saying, I, I shouldn't be talking about this because mm. I don't want to come off as too confident. So it's it's all these other voices floating around <laughs> saying that this isn't something we're supposed to be sharing. But you should pride yourself in being happy and loving who you are and being confident. And it's not a bad thing. Like I even see people commenting on like other people's videos or my videos saying like, why are you always smiling? And it's like, maybe, maybe I'm just a happy person. Like, I why is that a bad thing? want to talk to those people. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, maybe even it helps to say being confident in yourself is not only what will make you a better person for you, but for the world around you. If you feel happy and positive and confident, you can be a more selfless person. Yeah. You have yeah. the energy to do that. Yeah. So it's not selfish to love yourself no. and be no. confident at no. all. That's, yeah. Well, and if somebody ultimately, this is where I've gotten to on this topic, I think if somebody doesn't really like how you're changing into yeah. liking yourself more, that's usually something they've got to figure yeah, out totally. inside yep. of them. Right? I've had a friendship like that. And yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, we are still cool, 
But um, it was exactly that. It had to do with her. And you mm-hmm. have to recognize not everything's about you. I Bingo. think people are <laughs> threatened when other people do a little bit better than them. Whether or not it's like they True. they want them to do bad. <laughs> I, I don't think that's ever... I mean, sometimes it might be. But I think in a lot of friendships, it's not that they want their friend to do poorly. It's just that when they maybe rise a little bit faster than they do... It can feel really Listen, threatening. It's real talk. Yeah. You get jealous. You compare. Exactly. Yeah. You feel insecure. But I also think, you know, we've talked a lot about this. Like, there are consequences when we tell girls and young women, love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. And then you do. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like confident girls. <laughs> you know, we yeah. don't always get validated in that way. And mm-hmm. I think it's really why we have to keep it real and have a strong conversation about, again, this is um, your relationship to yourself. And what matters most is not what mm-hmm. your friends are feeling yeah. about you. Just Although, think you're ahead of the game. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> Not not everybody might get it. Exactly, exactly. It's tricky, right? So I'm curious what you would say, Navia, to, you know, a listener right now who's on the journey, figuring out who she is, and maybe she really has had, like, a rough patch. She might be a little stuck right now. Can you remember a moment in your life where you were maybe at a lower point, and what do you wish somebody could have said to you then? Um, This will pass. You know, it's temporary. And I know that, but I really, I, I think if you, you know, if you try to make that thought as as common as the negative self-talk, which is, this will pass. It's temporary. You'll grow from this. Mm. Somebody else is feeling this way. Honestly, if we could just approach these things as normal, yeah, I think that's so yeah. helpful. I do too. Yeah. And also to remember that um, even the people you think would never, ever feel those things are feeling them. Totally. Like I know since you have a following on social media, there are so many people that like look at the people they idolize and think, oh, they would never talk badly about themselves. They would never think they're not pretty or anything like that. But it's like we all experience those feelings and it is so normal, even though I wish it wasn't, but it just is. And by the way, y'all, I have a good last question for you both. Okay. Okay. So we talked about building self-esteem by doing doing esteemable acts, so Mm -hmm. acting your way into liking yourself more and feeling better. I also think it's important to have around yourself an esteemed team. Yeah. And I don't think that has to be a large group of people. You could have a team of one. You could have a team of two, right? These are your friends who've like probably seen you ugly cry. (laughs) Like, well, you know, come running when you need them. But these are your like tried and trues, right? Your esteemed team. So can you talk a little bit about your esteemed teams Mm -hmm. and, you know, and kind of what makes them so special for you so that maybe somebody listening could start to build up their esteemed team? Mm. I love that question. Navia, you go first. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you have an esteemed team? Yes, I do. I think I I definitely have an esteemed best friend. Mm. Shouting her out. Her name's Leia. She's awesome. <laughs> hey, Leia. Leia, the best. And yeah, we just like, she's like my sister. And I like, we have just a radical acceptance of each other. Mm. And mm. I think that's what you need to find. Somebody who's willing to accept you and grow with you. And um, yeah, who's, who's not afraid of that. And, and we feel sisterhood, not jealousy. Mm. I love and that. And I'm so grateful for that. Really important. Yes, yeah. totally. I love that. Sisterhood, not jealousy. Yeah. I think for me, it's um, 
multiple different people from different parts of my yeah. life. So I have people in the acting world that I can turn to mm -hmm. to talk about maybe career things that I'm feeling really down on myself about and they can help me get out of that negative self-talk, which I, I want to touch on this really quickly, by the way. There are things that you can do that oftentimes help you get out of those negative cycles, but sometimes you can let yourself down with those things too. Like mm -hmm. acting for me, it helps me get out of my head. I don't think about anything, but then sometimes I'll let myself down, maybe not do as well in a scene as I want to do. And so you need people to help you get out Boost of that. Yeah. Yep. Um, another person for me is my mom. <laughs> um, I talk to her about anything and everything and she just is always there to listen mm. and to talk about it. And I think you always need somebody who's there to just hear you. Yeah. Um, and I have I have other friends from home and my sister and I think my cat, honestly, sometimes <laughs> I just need a cuddle. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I think there are so many different esteem teams that you can have. Just yeah. what is yours? My, well, my animals are my esteem yeah. team for sure. I have an amazing husband mm -hmm. and partner in life who's my esteem team. I think my team here, Hannah, Aww. Shannon, Meg, the folks who are yeah. helping us produce this show and bring it to life. I mean, truly my workmates are my esteem team. Yeah. They're there to catch me when things are rough. They help build it up. I think it's important as we learn to like ourselves that we stick around with people who also like us and like yeah. themselves. Yeah. Yes. yes. And then offer the, those same courtesies to the people. I'm so happy that you thought to have me. And um, well, I just have so much affection for you too. Thanks for doing this for, for me and everybody Thank else who's you. listening. Seriously, though, Navia could hang out with us all oh the time, right? Oh, my God. I wish she could. <laughs> well, yeah. hopefully she'll come back and yes. talk to us some more. But totally. I, there were so many things that I loved about this combo. But you first. What's really kind of sticking out for you? So what I loved was actually the idea of an esteem team. I think cool. we often think about relying on our friends and our family for support. But I've, I've never actually heard those words together, esteem team. And I feel like it's just so perfect. And I have a point that I want to make about those that actually your esteem team shouldn't be just people that are always saying, yes, go for it. Yes, do mm. that to everything. I think they're people that should really have your back yes. and know when to say, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that <laughs> and have your best interest in mind. They really need to stick up for you and challenge you and challenge what you want in a good way, of yes. course. But I think... The people that are really, really there for you don't always just agree with what you want. I think that's so important because you want a, somebody on your esteem team to really see you. And yeah. in that seeing you, know you and mm -hmm. know, know you enough and respect you enough to say, can I give you a different opinion? Yeah. Can I challenge you on something? Yeah. Are know you open to hearing a different point of view, <laughs> yeah. right? Like yeah. however you want to say it. Yeah. I think that's really important. And I think it's important that you can do that for somebody else. You know, I loved everything about this combo, but I actually really like you know, the way that you and Navia were were <laughs> vibing yeah. around like the ups and downs for the two of you who, again, like, you know, live a public life, do something you're really passionate about. I think the part that I like that Navia resonated with was staying true to who you are, even if it might disappoint somebody else, mm -hmm. even if, you know, you might get some pushback because that's where we learn. We learn in those sticky moments. Yeah. And there are a lot of sticky there moments. Are a lot and of we're them. all going to have them. So I really, I love hearing that from the both of you. I think that's a good reminder to those folks listening. And listen, I we also want to acknowledge that the journey to liking yourself is not the same for everybody. Yeah. And of course, we want to offer as much support as we can on the show. So we have our expert, Katie Hurley, back with us to answer some of the questions from your community, um, you know, about 
about learning to like yourself and what do you do to bounce back and how can you disappoint somebody else to be true to yourself? Katie's going to help us dig in a little bit more to some of the, the community's questions. So I think we should go to Katie. Katie, thank you so much for joining us again to talk about liking yourself. I have some more questions from my audience that I want to ask you. So the first one is, how do I stop fat shaming myself? When I look in the mirror, I feel huge and think really bad things about myself. Recently, I've started to eat less and less. I know it's bad, but I don't know how to stop. Yeah, we really need your help on this one. This is a big one. Yeah. This is a big one. And a lot of young people are feeling this way right now. And they're saying very similar things and and just having trouble seeing themselves for who they really are. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that, but we don't need to get into all the reasons. But I think, you know, one thing is if you know that you are eating less and less, that you are making decisions to change the way you live your life because of how you feel about yourself, it's really important to tell a grown up, just super important because that kind of choice can really spiral and can get out of control quickly. And you are a growing human and you don't know it, but your brain is way under construction right now. Like (laughs) if you could like lift up the hood and see in there, it's like full of construction workers. And if you're not feeding your brain properly, Mm. if you're not eating enough proteins and you're not eating enough fruits and veggies, and you're not drinking enough water and giving yourself the energy you need to fuel your brain, you're really going to struggle in school, in friendships, even even just trying to hang out and have a fun weekend. It's not going to work for you. It's really dangerous for your body. So it's important to talk to someone about how you're feeling so that you can figure out the best way to feed your brain and feed your soul. And I think, you know, part two of this is what's your why? That's a question I always tell people to ask themselves about a lot of different things. So when you look in the mirror and say, oh my gosh, I feel fat. I look huge. I don't, I don't look the way I want to look. What's your why? What are you comparing yourself to? Why do you feel that way? Where Mm. is that coming from? When we can sort of look beneath the surface and figure out where our feelings are coming from, we can deal with them and we can really Mm. learn to use self-talk to help ourselves talk through these low moments. And what self-talk is, is essentially is taking that negative thought, I look huge, I don't look the way I wanna look, and saying to yourself instead, I'm actually really strong. And the other day I was riding my bike and I was going super fast and I was having a really good bike ride and that felt really good and energizing. That's an example of using self-talk to counter your negative Mm. thoughts with a positive one. I like the idea too of investigating, like being an investigator about those thoughts, because sometimes those thoughts don't stand up when you ask the why, right, Katie? Like sometimes you can really see like, oh, you know what? I'm just really tired. Or I just came off of two hours on social media and I'm really in compare and despair. Um, But I wanted to ask you another follow-up to this because I noticed that the person who wrote in used a term like fat shaming. And I was wondering if you could define that a little bit for people listening Mm. who might not know what that means. So that's when you're looking at yourself or someone else. And you're saying like, basically you're saying that I'm less of a person because of the way I look on the outside, because of the size of my body. Um, you're, you're taking that one physical attribute and Mm. you're making it a negative. And we know that bodies come in all shapes and sizes. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've heard that before. Mm -hmm. 
it can be hard to internalize that message when we live in this sort of Instagram perfect world where everything seems awesome and amazing and bikini worthy, but that's not normal. What's normal is coming in all shapes and sizes. And I've heard the term fat shaming when you might be making fun of somebody else's body, Mm -hmm. like online or in, in real life. But I think this is really interesting to think like we can internally shame ourselves and use that same harsh critical voice. And I love that you said bodies come in all shapes and sizes. There's absolutely nothing wrong with having a fat body, a skinny body, a tall body. All bodies Mm -hmm. are are normal. Um, So, so important. Um, Okay. So this is slightly a different direction, but the questions that we get in a lot too about learning to like yourself have sometimes to do with our performance, right? Our performance in school or on sports teams or kind of out in the world. So this question I think is a really important one. Whenever I get a bad grade on a test or don't make a goal at soccer, it ruins my whole week. How do I bounce back when I have a bad moment or a bad day and not let it become a whole week? Wow. So first of all, a really important message to learn now, no matter how old you are out there in listening world, is that perfectionism is rooted in anxiety. So when people brag about being perfectionist, it's not really something to brag about because it's rooted in anxiety. So what it means is I'm so anxious. Same, not to self. So much don't want to fail at something that I will go to any length to try to get it exactly right. And Mm. perfect does not exist in this world. It just doesn't, you know, look at any person, any human, any job, any, anything, and you'll see that perfect doesn't exist. You know, we love to watch shows on TV and we think, oh, that looks amazing. That looks great. I was watching Outer Banks with my daughter and it's like, oh, what a cool setting. And Everything's fun there. But do you know how many takes those actors do mm-hmm. to get the shot? Yep. You know? <laughs> A lot. Over and over and over. Yeah. Right? You do know. So, you know, we have to really be able to deconstruct this idea of perfect and, and yeah. that it really doesn't exist and it's just not a good, healthy goal at all. But in terms of bouncing back, mm-hmm. I think it's it kind of comes back to the way we talk to ourselves. So if we're going to talk to ourselves negatively and say, oh, this one moment defines me, I didn't score a goal or I got a C on a test when I wanted to get an A, that's it. This this is A. I'm obviously bad at math. I got a C. If we do that, we're yeah. really selling ourselves short. If we can talk to ourselves in a more positive way and say, eh, you know what? I didn't do as well as I wanted today. This didn't go as planned but I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to figure out a new plan for studying the next time, or I'm going to ask my coach for some tips on, you know, how I can play a little stronger in the next game. Then we give ourselves chance to sort of rise up and try again. So you owe it to yourself to give yourself another shot every time you fall. Like it's just a fall. You can get back up. We love that. Shay and I like the mantra, always learning, always growing. Mm -hmm. It just reminds us we're all works in progress, right? And we're all going to have those moments. But you're right. They don't have to define us. Katie, we love having you here. Thanks again for coming and answering these questions. It's so nice to have Katie here. I think she gives us a little extra validation too on some of our instincts and some of what our guests are saying, but also just want to bring extra resources to everybody here. So... We always love having Katie Hurley here to help us answer some of those tougher questions and have to thank you all for listening and supporting the show, the Smart Girls Podcast with Shay and Jess. 
If you're an adult or if you're a parent listening with your smart girl right now, you can follow us. And if you wouldn't mind, please write us a review. That really helps us out. And if you're on social media, you can follow us at I'm Jess Wiener, at Shay Rudolph, and at American Girl Brand. We're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, and it's there that you will find some amazing behind-the-scenes content and video clips from these interviews. Hope you listen. 